The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey, it's the first sound off of March. That's right. Let the madness begin. Time to sound off. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. It is indeed the first sound off of March, and we have the conference tournaments coming up this week for the Big Ten and Big 12. Uh, Drake and you and I made some quick exits in the Men's Valley Tournament. I'm not sure many people saw it because the games didn't start till about 9 o'clock at night, ended around 11, and they're both one and done in the NBC. They were done in a hurry. Mm. Uh, Your chance to sound off coming up, 515-282-9010. Jordan Bohannon's big shot at Wisconsin is one reason. Resurgent Hawks are back on the NCAA Tournament bubble. How many Big Ten tourney wins does Iowa need to make the dance? You tell us, 515-282-9010. Sound off live. Look up daunting in the dictionary and it should read, following Fred Hoiberg at Iowa State. I can't imagine anyone doing it better than Steve Prohm. Hoiberg is a cyclone icon who had it all. Hometown hero, college stardom, cool nickname, NBA career, number hanging from the rafters, good looks, family straight out of a J. Crew catalog. And that was all before Hoiberg came home and restored Hilton Magic. No one wants to follow the man. Ask Kevin Jackson. You want to follow the man who follows the man. Prome was so deferential to Hoiberg last season, you could hear eggshells cracking as he walked. Prome's top concern was then, as it is now, not letting the seniors down. He hasn't. Sweet 16 followed by Big 12 second place. And Prome's winning conference games at a clip surpassed only by Bill Self. Iowa State lacks size is an understatement, but the Cyclones, thanks in no small part to Prome's coaching, found a way to win 12 Big 12 games, including one at Kansas. KU had 18 more rebounds that day. The Cyclones could always shoot, now they play defense too. Look, Prohm's press conferences are must-sees only for basketball nerds. He waxes poetic about ball screens and defensive rotations. The man loves to recruit. Prohm's honest to the point of naive, admitting how much Twitter comments hurt or that he sincerely doesn't want to disappoint fans. Prohm makes 1.5 million but wears ill-fitting suits. He does not cuss or drink, and his one vice might be chapstick addiction. Prome does not berate players, but that doesn't mean he's soft. He suspended Jamil McKay and Daryl Bowie mid-season. Prome's deep faith shapes him daily. If he gets too upset courtside, he apologizes, saying, how can he expect his players to keep their cool if he can't keep his? The Steve Prome steak burger isn't as cool as the Hoiburger, 
And Prohm isn't as cool as Hoiberg, and that's fine. Prohm doesn't have to be the mayor. He just needs to be a good coach and a good man. Steve Prohm is both. Well said. Keith, have you heard the Big Ten tournament is in Washington, D.C. this year? Okay, I know you have, but I bet some viewers just said, wait, what? Having the Big Ten tournament in D.C. sounds really cool. The nation's capital, new venue, East Coast audience. But in reality, it stinks. I have nothing against D.C., but it's not a Big Ten city. Sure, Maryland is in the Big Ten, and the Terps are technically part of the conference, but come on, it still feels like they're part of the ACC, not the Big Ten. Selfishly, I want the Big Ten tournament closer to Iowa. It's better for fans. That's why Indianapolis is the perfect host site. Big city, but not too big. Easy to navigate, great arena, tons of restaurants and bars around, and smack dab in the middle of Big Ten country. The Big Ten needs to take a page from the Big 12 and keep the conference tournament in one spot every year. Ever since the Big 12 moved to Kansas City, it's been a huge success. The Power and Light District right next to the Sprint Center makes it a four-day party for fans. Spring break for adults. And the reason it gets such good attendance, especially from Iowa State fans, is because they're familiar with it. Fans have routines. They'll make it a yearly trip to stay with friends, stay at the same hotel. They have their favorite restaurants, favorite bars, their favorite seats in the arena. When fans become comfortable with something, they want to go back. They make it a priority to go back. You think the Big 12 tournament would be so well attended if they moved the venue every single year? New spot? No. The Big 10 needs to get with the program. I've covered both. The Big 12 tournament is so much better. Quit chasing fake viewers on the East Coast and stick with your roots. Set up shop for good in Indy, call it home, and make it great. Here, here. Uh, you know, next year it's Madison Square Garden. Even further east. And, and they're moving it up a week. Yeah, it's going to be, it would have just ended is when the Big Ten tournament would have been played. Let's talk to Blaine in Huxley, thinking Iowa basketball here with Senior Day this afternoon. Blaine, what's your thought? Hey, uh, I was wondering if uh, you thought Iowa was going to get into the tournament, and if so, what do you think their seed's going to be? All right, thank you for the question, Blaine. I don't think they're in now, I don't John. Either. I don't think one win will get them in. It would put them on the bubble and in the conversation, mm -hmm. I think, one win. I think they need two. Some people think three, but no. I, I think two does it. I think two gets them in. I think one, they're really, really close. I, I think their resume is actually better than people think. They've got some really good wins, and if you look at some teams that are have a better RPI than Iowa technically, their wins are not as good as Iowa's, and those road wins at Maryland and at Wisconsin I think are going to factor huge, but I, I think they're going to need two. They're going to need to beat Indiana and then beat Wisconsin again. They, yeah, Iowa has beaten the top three teams in the Big Ten and Iowa State. Yeah. Uh, the killer is the home loss to Omaha. Omaha killed them, yeah, and the, the double OT loss to Minnesota, they win that, they're likely in already. Michelle is in Fort Dodge. Michelle, what are you thinking tonight? I am thinking I love my Hawkeyes. I am very proud of them for all the hard work they've done to get to this point in this season and peaking at the right time. I think I agree two games and they're going to get in. And they are just so much fun to watch because every night you never know who's going to be the star of the game. There's a lot of talent there. Well said. Appreciate it. Randy and uh, the Fuzz, we'll get to you a little bit later.
Crazy thing is, if you, if you pick the hottest teams right now, Iowa would easily be in. But it's that early season non-conference that's holding them back just a little bit. 10-8 and eight in the Big Ten. Most years that will get you in. It is time for lookalikes with a local connection. Old Spice judges. Now, B. McCool says if John Sears did a comb over what? and added some spray tan, he would look like a young Donald Trump. Um, I'm squinting. Old, I'm looking. I'm old Spice, what do you think? I don't see it, I, but I don't. I don't have a spray tan or a comb over, so I can't yeah, tell I, you. There, there's, there's a little something there. But oh yeah, come on! Oh, he gave me a tan. Oh, that's a tan for me. That's a that. That's, that's a spray tan for me. How white am I? You're, you're like Nicole Kidman. You're, you're I'm like you're translucent. I'm like the guy from the movie Powder. You are. You Jeez. are. Powder. That's you with a tan. I hope. Well, that's. that's just be glad he didn't give you the hair. All right, Mommy Bit says uh, Iowa State senior Deontay Purton looks like Theo on the Cosby Show. That's Malcolm Jamal Warner. Old Spice, what do you say? I can see that. Yeah, there's something there. Guys, no woman wants to be compared to a great big animal. But allow me this one metaphor. Just, just this once. It's next in What's Bugging Andy. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. KB comments on how many wins the Hawks need the Big Ten tourney. I'll say two, but Fran's teams haven't exactly been overwhelming in past Big Ten tournaments. Hope that changes. Jennifer writes, it's the most wonderful <laughs> time of the year. I got them at Hy-Vee. Yay for Easter candy. She's referring to the greatest Easter candy of all time. Look at those. Nerd jelly beans. You picked mm. this uh, solely because of your love of this particular candy. I think you did an entire segment on these a couple of years ago. Well, it deserved it. All right. Uh, the Drake men ended the season on a 10-game losing streak. But the Drake women have won 19 in a row. That's not what's bugging Andy. Guys, you're not supposed to put the cart in front of the horse, right? We know that. But since we're speaking in metaphors here, it's important to make sure you understand which is supposed to be the cart and which is the horse, right? I mean, at Drake, Athletics Director Sandy Hatfield Club announced she'll conduct a nationwide search for a new men's basketball coach. Typically, the men's basketball program is the horse that pulls along the whole athletics department. But at Drake, things are a little different, at least this year. This year, Jenny Baranchek is the horse. But boy, that just didn't sound right. All right. This year, the horse is named Jenny. Right, forget it. My point is, before Drake goes out searching for a good coach, it needs to take care of the great one that it's already got. This is Sandy Hatfield Club's best hire, Drake. This is a coach that is from Des Moines, is happy at Drake, has a snowball of successful recruiting rolling downhill. But this is absolutely not a sure thing, folks. Not in this business. 
Coaches leave good, comfortable jobs all the time, and Sandy knows that. Heck, she just lost one. No, wait. She lost two. No, wait. She lost three. Three of the most valuable pieces of Drake's athletics department in recent history all left Forest Avenue for other opportunities that weren't exactly dream jobs. And it could absolutely happen again with women's basketball, and that would be terrible. I was in that crowd last Friday, filled to the roof. I mean, they ran out of popcorn all during a snowstorm. That just doesn't happen at Drake. In women's basketball, it rarely happens anywhere, but it could absolutely become the norm for as long as this vivacious, magnetic, forward-thinking young coach is here. So push it, Sandy. Push it, Marty. Heck, push it, Drake Alumni Association. You want people to feel good about the school? You want their support? Take them to one of these games. We would love to have a good men's basketball team, and I hope that the result of this search makes us all happy. But those men's candidates are birds in the bush. This one is already in the hand. So Drake, step up, buck up, suck up, keep up with the demand for your coach for as long as you possibly can. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Yeah, he's right. The Big Ten tourney, as John already pointed out, moved Boo. to Washington, D.C. this year. We have tourist tips next in Who's in Your Five, plus more live calls at Like us on Facebook, it's Sound Off Nation. Yvonne commented on Iowa State Senior Night. It was a wonderful, special, tearjerker night. Love these guys so much, think they felt the love. We certainly felt it from them. That's right, that seems so long ago, uh, but that was within Yeah, the and that last was week. a great game against Oklahoma State, who they play next. Lynn writes, this team has clearly played some of the best basketball in the league to finish the year. Leading scorer in the Big Ten and a talented freshman lineup to back him up will be attractive to the selection committee. Two wins in the Big Ten tournament will punch their ticket to the big dance. Now that she's, she's talking about Hawkeye basketball. Michael Admire is headed to Washington, D.C. for the Big Ten tournament. He'll arrive Wednesday. So uh, here's the, the top five things I've picked out for Admire to see in D.C. Uh, White House. you got to go yeah, by the White House, right? Pretty uh, Number four, he, he works in news, but even if you don't, the museum is really cool. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been there. That too. Uh, number three, the Washington Monument and the National Mall. Yep, seen yeah, that. You, you have to do that. Number two, you could spend a week in the Smithsonian National Museum. It's fantastic. He might and, not have time for that. He won't have time for any of these. <laughs> but I'm just, you know, just, just throwing them pretend. out there. Let's pretend. Okay. Uh, and number one, the Lincoln Memorial. Mm, that's Man, pretty that, cool. Look how cool that is. Even from a distance like that, it's just perfect. Yeah. It is a perfect monument. Randy is in Urbandale. Uh, Randy, what do you think here as uh, March Madness gets underway? Um, I'm just wondering if you guys know what. I know the first four are the last four in, sorry. Um, does that mean they're in the top 64? Or if that includes the play-in games and the last four out means they're in the top 68? And Jordan Hill 
I, I think I understand the question, uh, so thank you. But, John, to, mm -hmm. to answer the question, the the last four in aren't always in those play-in games. They're, they're oftentimes even moved to a, a higher seed than yeah. you expect for the last four in. Yeah, and I, I think what Lenardi is saying is essentially, I don't know if he's basically giving them their uh, the play-in game status. I think he's saying that the committee is looking at these teams as like, all right, this is the last one we're getting in. They may not be in the playing game, but this is kind of the last one right, we're considering. Right. Last four out means they're they're out. They're like, they, they made the line at 68, and that's it. Yeah, and the playing game sometimes will feature a, a bad team. Sometimes that it's an 11 won, seed. Won its conference tournament. Yeah, and a lot of times the playing game is an 11 seed versus an 11 to, to play somebody else. And it's kind of weird how they, they mix that up. Uh, Bryce will be with us in a moment, but uh, first, there's no I and Ellie and other topics Live on Face Off, that's coming up next. And you can sound off at 515-282-9010. There's Ellie Ruffridge. You can email the show, sound off at whotv.com. Here's what will happen next week. One and done for Iowa State. Third time as a charm for the Cowboys. Hawks beat Indiana but lose to Wisconsin and are left out of the big dance. Brock and Dexter. We don't even have to watch now. Man. You know what's going to happen. Keep it upbeat here. Time for faceoff. Murph, end of season conference tournaments often knock the most deserving team out of the big dance. Yeah. That's just wrong. It, it is wrong. Uh, conferences have the tourneys for money. And the big conferences hope to sneak one more team in the tourney with the automatic bid. But you're right. In small conferences, it often knocks out a team with a far more deserving resume. The Bohannon brothers played at Wisconsin, but they wore black and backed Iowa Thursday. Surprise, surprise, some overly sensitive Badger fans are upset. The Bohannons love their school, but they love their brother more. Wisconsin fans need to get over it. Besides, if Wisconsin had offered Jordan a scholarship, mm -hmm. He'd be there. They blew it. Yeah, man, and that was a huge shot yeah, that he yes, did. Yes, it was. That was awesome. Pocahontas's Ellie Ruffridge is a joy to watch play basketball. All-time five-player scoring leader, but not selfish. Also the assists leader. And her team wins state titles. She has a Steph Curry quality to her. Mm -hmm. She can get her shot off at any time and from any angle, despite being the shortest player on the floor. Yeah, you think she's really 5'3"? With sneakers? And two pairs of socks, yes. Man, what a career, though. Awesome, just fantastic. You see this kid from Utah? Stockton Malone Shorts. That's his name. Stockton Malone Shorts can ball. John, just be glad his parents weren't big fans of Slick Watts and Pooh Richardson. Yeah, no one wants Slick Pooh Shorts. Slick Pooh Shorts. Just doesn't sound good. Bad name. Mm. Over under, overrated, a degree from Sizzler. Didn't know that was possible, but underrated <laughs> degree from the University of California at Riverside. This whole over under just a tribute to State Senator Mark Shelgren. All right, let's take a couple of uh, a couple more calls here. 60 seconds sound off. Um, we have Amy. Oh, shut your pie hole. One minute left now. Here we go. All right. Thank you, Tiny Rev. Uh, we'll start with uh, Amy in Ames. Amy, what do you think? I was wondering what uh, seed you think Iowa State will get in the tournament. 
Well, I think we have we need to figure out what happens at the Big 12 tournament to know. It, John, wouldn't you say five to seven, right? That's Would a good range. Maybe I, as high as five? I think right now there are seven. I think if they can beat Oklahoma State, possibly a six. If they make a run to the championship, I think they get up to a five. Uh, Bryce, a.k.a. The Fuzz and Carroll. What's up, Bryce? Hey, hey is Tom Brands on the hot seat after a disappointing third-place finish this weekend? I don't think he's on the hot seat. Um, see, man, Iowa wrestling is hard to judge because they're, they're a top-five team every year, but they expect to win national titles. It's been seven years since they won a national title, 2010. It's so, been seven years? Yeah, it's hard to believe. That's a, that's a drought for Iowa. Uh, so I don't think he's on the hot seat. He brings so much energy and... Uh, I don't even know how to say the craziness to, to wrestling, which I think Intensity. You, you need in a coach. I don't think he's on the hot seat. Uh, I think he knows they need improvements. There's at least three or four weights they need a lot of improvements in, but it's not typical Iowa wrestling not now, right now. Third place in the Big Tens, and they have no shot at a national championship. Well, it's changed too, John, because now uh, Penn State is now the Iowa. I yeah. mean, uh, Penn State is what Iowa used to be, and they're in the same conference. So... It's hard for Iowa and Ohio State won it today, but it's hard for Iowa to even win its own conference title yeah. right now. And they're not going to win the national championship again this year. But it'd be crazy to have brands on the hot seat right yeah. now. But when you know the, the context of Iowa's wrestling history, it's not a crazy question. It's not crazy, but then, then you have to think to yourself, think in your head, <laughs> if you want to get rid of Tom Brands, who are you bringing in? Yeah, and it's about to get more interesting That's with Iowa State. Don't you believe that? Yeah, it'll get more interesting, and maybe that'll hype up or maybe uh, get Iowa going a little more. Shout out to Grandview Wrestling. The dynasty continues Man. six straight NAIA National Championships. That'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are, too. And we leave you with the sound-off send-off. It's a, a first state championship for Valley Girls and another one for Pocahontas area. <laughs>